Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite electrician, Doug, here. Welcome back to the Modern Electrician Podcast. Uh, got a great one for you today. Uh, before we start, just want to say I hope you had a great weekend, got to relax, spend some time with, uh, with your family, your loved ones. Uh, but now, it's Monday morning. It's time to get your head back in the game, right? So I hope you got your coffee all ready, your lunch pack bootstrapped up, and you're in the truck, and you're ready to start this week. Start it on a good foot. You know, this is another opportunity for us to get a little bit closer, a little bit better at what we do every single week. Um, I just, uh, news for me, just became uh, an official uh, candidate for my master's exam here in the state of Maryland. So I'm uh, one step closer. Super excited about that. Uh, The way that it works in Maryland is um, you have to have a certain number of hours in. Uh, You don't necessarily have to go through a trade school in Maryland, uh, but you do have to pass um, the required state exams uh, for your journeyman and your master's. So, Got my journeyman a couple years ago, uh, so uh, been having a great time journeying around this world. Uh, but it is time to take and pass my master's exam. So this week starts um, a two nights a week uh, prep course with a man named Marty Schumacher, Shoemaker in this area. Um, Marty's great. He's got a lot of uh, awesome information and good classes, so I'll be doing that virtually. And then my test is March eighth. Uh, so wish me luck. I uh, you know I'll. I'll take it as many times as I need to to pass it. I'm really excited to uh, to just kind of check that box off um, in my for me in my career. I feel like um, because I didn't go the school route and I've just learned on the job, the the exams have been a great opportunity for me to really immerse myself in theory and code and, and um, calculations and really learn that side of, of uh, being an electrician because I think that uh, it, it's hard. It's scary, I think, when you're, when you're coming in and, and there is a... There's like a feeling of like, well, I don't really need to do that. Um, uh, you know, I, I'll work for a company. I don't really need my master's or, I, you know, and, and I know that's a, a feeling that, that a lot of folks have in the industry or, or kind of a path that a lot of folks will take. Um, but for me, I feel like I want to just, I, yeah, for me, it's about educating myself and this is the perfect way, you know. Um, so I'm really excited. I've been uh, diving in. Uh, just got online and got myself a test.com. Um, I, I did that for my journeymans too. I went to test.com. They've got a journeyman's practice exam. Uh, they got a master's pra- practice exam. Um, it's super helpful. They have flashcards, all kinds of stuff. I've also got, um, like I said, this prep course that I'll be doing, and we're working out of a Mike Holt um, electrical exam prep book. Um, so I'll be immersed in all this stuff, which is great because for Lumen Brothers Electric Company, uh, we're, we've got some big projects coming up where we've got to uh, do some load calculations for multifamily dwelling units. Um, so this will be the perfect time to kind of pair uh, what I'm doing in real time in the field with uh, the test. Uh, so anyway, that's one of the things we're, I'm really focused on. Uh, company's moving. We're doing good into this new year. Um, big projects coming up. And uh, that's it. More more interviews to bring your way to. Um, I'm excited about some of the interviews I've got coming up. For today, um, I wanted to reach out and reached out recently or, or was reached out to uh, by uh, a, a friend of mine that I met. We met on the Instagram uh, electrical community. Uh, a few years ago when I started making videos, I noticed this, you know, here, here's a person making really cool videos and he's funny and he's, uh, he's totally out there. And we connected and we clicked and uh, I actually had him on the podcast before. He goes by uh, foxtrot.spark.notes on uh, Instagram. Uh, everybody knows him as Foxtrot. And um, if you do not know him, go follow him. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel. Um, he's really into uh, the electrical world. He, he loves the um, he loves everything about it way beyond 
your you know hand to material electrical work he really gets into the uh the history of it he's a big tesla fan um he's the kind of guy who you know builds a tesla coil in his home or uh we talk about it in this episode has uh you know purchases lasers that can burn through walls uh, I just, I love this guy. I get a, I get a kick out of him. Um, I'm glad we've connected and continue to stay in touch. Um, so, like I said, if you don't follow Foxtrot online, go follow him. Show him some love. He's a cool guy. Um, he's an interesting dude. I mean, he you'll hear as we start this episode, um, as we start the podcast, he just turns on music. So he's got like a theme intro, which is amazing. I need a theme intro. I love that. So anyway, I hope you guys like this conversation. He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of good ideas and great insight, um, and I think he's just somebody who kind of keeps me inspired in different ways uh, to be an electrician. So uh, without further ado, hope you guys enjoy this conversation with myself and Foxtrot. Enjoy. Can you hear the beats? Oh yeah. Mm, my, that's my dude right there. I feel like him a lot. Who is this? Wait for it, wait for it. Ah. Anywho, what's up, Doug? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I never cease to amaze or, or uh, amaze you gotta to know. Cease. You gotta know I appreciate a good entrance like that, man. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <clears throat> Are you a um? Are you like a wrestling fan, like WWE? <laughs> I've watched wrestling. I'm not like like a fan, like like super fan of wrestling, but I know wrestling. I I yeah, I used to watch when I was younger for sure. Because that reminded me of like a grand entrance of like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like I. My wife always gets mad at me not to cut you, but um. I, I would do that intro. You know, you've seen my stupid little live things I do. I do this intro, and I started noticing that everyone did an intro all of a sudden. Ah. And then Garrett was calling me old local on you. He's like, you're a trendsetter. You are a trendsetter. I guess so. In a weird sense, not like like a trend, like, like that's a cool hat you wear, bro. We're all going to wear the same hat. It's like yeah. the things I do rub off on people, apparently. I have yeah, well, I an mean, impact. a good thing's a good thing, and I think that... um art always imitates more art so it's like that in any anything yeah. to do once once somebody it's like skateboarding like once somebody starts pulling a trick everybody wants to try that trick you know? <laughs> yeah dude like yeah dude definitely for sure yeah. bro yeah i see that too i see it on instagram a lot where you know people will present things like i was noticing there was the trend of people will show like an image of a before picture and then they'll like do something where they'll put their hand in front of the camera. And then when they pull the hand back out of the camera, it's the pictures change. And I really like that for presentation. Yeah. There's lots of ways to do it. But at this point, that's what everybody's doing. So you can't kind of, you know what I mean? It's at that tipping point where it's like, all right, I can't do that anymore. You know, Dude. trends, trends. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up, man? I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's been, it's been quite some time, Mr. Doug. Yeah. I actually, I got the live thing. I don't even know if they can hear you, but this will be interesting. Usually <laughs> always with myself, there's always like a little, there's always a quirk, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I don't know if it brings the magic, the magic to it. Or if like, if it's just like, God damn it, Foxtrot, like this is something weird. Like one time I was doing an interview with someone and it was making this dinging sound in the background where I realized where I put my phone, it was echoing into the, the lamp holder thing that was yeah. metal Boing, boing, and it was really going in the phone because the phone was leaning up against it in this hotel. But anyways, long story short, um, yeah, it's been a minute, bro. I uh, I moved my I moved my entire life to a, to two states over, bro. 
It Why? Was, what happened? What was the cause for the move? Being able to buy a house. I, I, I'm actually, this is my basement, bro. Okay. This is, this is the bottom. Like I, I guess you could call it a three-story house in a sense because okay. of the way it's built. Right. Cause every, I didn't, one thing I didn't know, a lot of houses have basements. I, I California's all slab on gray. They're like a house with a basement in California. It means it's older than 1960 or 50, okay. you know, yeah, all right. here in, I moved to Utah and here in Utah, every every house has, has a basement. And so that's yeah. a whole, that's a whole thing. And I never understood like in the code book, that's a whole thing too. Like, yeah, I have a utility closet like, and that, that's the other thing. It was just a, a upgrade of, of standard of living, honestly, bro. Like cool. it, All right. it, it moved everything up. Like things are better. It was weird at first. I'll admit. Yeah. But was um, it just cost, cost of living in California was just getting out of hand too. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It just as things got more expensive, my pay wasn't going up, you know, it was just kind of right. like, right. Still getting Did paid, you, but like things were just, yeah, getting more expensive for sure. Were a lot of other people, other colleagues of yours doing the same kind of thing? Oh yeah. A lot of people uh, moved to Idaho. That was a big yeah. one. A lot of work okay. popped off off there. Like here, okay. there's just so much work. Like, okay. I really haven't been unemployed other than if I just was like, honey, I'm, I'm tired. I'm taking the week off. Like I've been working 50, 60 hours a week. I, didn't move here for that. I moved here to work right. 40 hours a week. Like the rest of the civilization here, <laughs> you know, our trade, that, they, they don't happen like that. Like, okay, well, more money. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's keep going. Yeah. So, so was it like, did you, did you find an opportunity in Utah or did something present itself to you? Okay. So yeah, that's how it started. I, um, I talked to Mr. Uh, Mr. Utah electric. I don't want to see his name, Chad, uh, Many times, you know, just randomly on this, you know, I, oh, yeah. I don't really know the dude other than other than the, the, the social media, right? And um, a lot of it was it was it, it was kind of a scary thought. Like going to Oregon to go work was just three hours away, so it wasn't really like I was going anywhere. But then I saw, I, I, being the union and all that, like yeah. you can look up job calls in different states and talk to the cool. locals, right? And you go, not the local people, like the the the, the, the local union, whatever it was. 354 here. Okay. So I call him up and I'm like, Hey, is there any work there? Like, uh, do I go on your website? How do we see it goes? He goes, we got 27 unfilled calls right now. Like, wow. That means they need 27 people more than they already work demand. Like, yeah. I'm like, and for a place like Utah, I didn't think that I was like, okay, that, is that a lot? Cause I was like in California, you could have 20 calls one day and negative seven, the other, like, Oh fuck, right. we don't need these, you know? And they're like, no, dude, we, we just can't it, I mean, I'm going to start a new job next week on Monday. I was working for two and a half months. And then now I'm, I'm going somewhere like, cool. It's crazy out here. There's so much work. Like I have but, not been without work other than being like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. But what, what kind of work are you doing? What's the, what are the projects? Uh, I was at a data center. I was, you know, this Instagram here, mm -hmm. the, the data. Yeah. I was building one of those for a minute. That's cool. That was, that was interesting. It's about it was. five minutes from my house. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was one of the reasons I bought the house. Yeah. So I opened up my email and I put in for a license in Oregon and mm. I put in for a license in Utah to reciprocate. Right. Oregon's like, well, we got some codes and stuff. You're going to have to take a test. That's so like, all right, cool, cool. You know, whatever. Mm. And so I kind of didn't hear anything from Utah for like a month. It was back in 20, I want to say 2019. I don't know my license over there somewhere. Um, 2019, 20, what was it? One year. I'm losing track of time. I'm getting old, man. I'm 35. <laughs> I feel you. Hey. The, um, three months after I put in for that license, I randomly look at my email. I believe it was February 2021. February 2021. I look at my email and there's Doppel, Department of Public Licensing. That's the licensing uh, people out here in uh, Utah. Mm -hmm. and I, I click on it. It's like, please click to download your license. Oh, wow. I was like, 
I was like, I was, and I was outside of my barn and shit, you know, where I usually yeah. do my stuff in California, all out in the fucking the, the cuts and stuff. And I'm like, I look out the the, the shed door. It's like two a.m. or something weird. I'm like, honey, honey, you awake? Of course. It's <laughs> and you know, because I'm just doing something goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I go inside. I'm like, honey, I'm gonna go to Utah tomorrow. She goes, it's two a.m. Honey, I'm like, yeah, Utah. I'm like, well, they, they had some calls. I've been looking into it. And all of a sudden I looked at my email and there's a, there's a license. It says I'm a journeyman here. I mean, what's the harm? I mean, California, I've been chased. I've been chasing, um, what's it called? The, uh, the real estate market. Every time I had enough money to buy a house, I was like another 50 grand need to be uh, approved for. Then I got approved for another 50 grand, another 50 grand. And, and the housing market was moving. I was chasing it. Like I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't catch it. Came here to Utah and I was like, way over. Yeah, sure. So, and that was, a, it was, yeah. And um, so the, the cost of living here is a lot cheaper, obviously. Okay. And then, yeah, so there's, that's basically the story. And it, I started working here for three months. I, I didn't intend on moving. And then I started looking at houses. I was like, honey, we could buy this 2,100 square foot house. The, the basement's all finished. It's got solar panels and shit. And it's nice that's awesome. down the street from the school for the kids. You know, yeah. Utah is, is, is family or you don't have kids. You're a weirdo. Like if you're not a dad, people look at you like, <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? Like I walk around, like even the tattoos are like, oh, he's got kids. Acceptable. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Like I, I walk around like everybody's got their kids. Yeah. That's their trend here is kids. They, they love the kids here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good thing. Awesome, man. How do you, how does your family like the new location? I mean, they don't really have a choice. I feel kind of like Nick about it sometimes. Yeah, right. It was kind of like, well, honey, we can stay here in California or come there. And my 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 oldest, William, was kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to go. And I was like, we're five minutes from your school and you can walk there every day. He goes, I want to go to Utah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after all, it ends up, they like it. Yes. Everything's been a lot, a lot better. Man. A lot less stress, you know? Really? Yeah. It's it's really weird. You would think with the mortgage and the more bills and ah, this is easy. It's, it's yeah. all wrapped up in one big thing here. And, and, okay. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like the organization that you're working for, um, do you, does the union kind of shop you to different teams where, where they need you? It's, that's why I kind of, so the whole thing between the, 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 the Mandalorian thing there, uh, I know it's supposed to go for like uh, leadership. And I find that my version of leadership is a lot different than everyone else's. And I tried okay. to like, yeah, I was asking you and, and, and I, I find that my version of leadership is that I'm like a, I think they call them drop troopers. Yeah, okay. drop trooper, like, like you instantly have to be the guy. Okay. Like they expect when they hire you. So you, you got the job calls. You can work. So the union, you could work for a company for 25 years. You go work for uh, the big one out here, Cash Valley or something, or, or like okay. back home, it was um, Shedder or, Cooper, or even Cupertino Electric. Uh, there are a bunch of different contract, big ones, you know, like that are in different states. Mm -hmm. You could work there indefinitely, never have a different job. Yeah. And that's fine. And sometimes I think that I should do that. And I keep not doing it where I take a job and eventually a year later, two months later, it could be two, it could be two weeks. It could be a month. It could be three years, yeah. the job calls I take. And I find that <clears throat> I just get bored, you know, like yeah. doing the same. I don't know. I like the change of environment, but yeah, like I said, the, the leader, like you have to jump in there and instantly be yeah. what they're expecting. They have a, a, a standard, right? And they little check boxes, if you will, of what you can do, what you know how to do, yeah. what this job scope is, and do you have some training and whatever? Because the data center, it's a lot of conduit, right? It, yep. And so the first thing I'm doing, I'm around all, all, all the three-inch stuff. There was guys there that didn't know how to do it. And I'm like, how long have you been doing this, man? You don't know, we're on the three-inch? I was like, 
They're like, well, how'd you learn how to do all this big conduit? I was like, I fucked up a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I, I just kept going after it. And, yeah, and right. I tell people all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. So with the kids and stuff. So now it's weird. Now 35, mm-hmm. the kids and stuff. Uh, I talked to them and it's so weird being on the other side. And I've been on, and it's funny because they go through a four or five year apprenticeship, right? You did mm-hmm. it. I did it. And it's like, it's weird being on the other side. And I tell them all the time too, that I had to do a residential one too. I was like, I was your shoes for seven and a half years. I was like, you're doing it in five with the union's five year thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm like, just take, I'm not saying I had it worse. I like, but I understand where you're coming from. For sure. And I, I have this, this bad knack of like, one of the guys would tell me like, why do you keep taking responsibility for it? For, for the, for the fuck ups and stuff. Like, well, if you did it, you need to teach him a lesson. I've been, I, I, I've been grilled so many times that I can't, I don't want to be that mean guy. Yeah. I, I, I have like a little, like, you know, I got my quips and stuff and say witty things. I'm sure you do too. So you got with your, how's your apprentice uh, shoot over there? Uh, Good. You got a, a guy? Yeah. A young, a young fella. Yeah. It's going really well. He's a good kid. Um, I get what you're saying though. Like you're saying, I think, so are you, are you saying that your leadership style is more that where you're not, you don't want to be, you don't feel like you have to punish in order to teach or like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like to punish them. I'd rather them see yeah. what your credit, like the level that I'm at. I tell them all the time. They're not going to, they're not going to fucking rip me a new one. Cause I'll just fucking walk, bro. Yeah. So it, but then again, I'm not teaching them how to take the licks, but then nowadays you don't, you don't reprimand like we used to, you know, like it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I, I also don't, it's just style too. I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't learn that way. I don't, I don't learn when like, uh, I don't know. Every now and again, I like somebody to yell at me. Like, you know, when I need to be motivated, I'll put David yeah. Goggins in my ear and I'll let David Goggins call me a, I talk about my inner bitch and, uh, that, that will motivate me sometimes, but in a work environment, I don't want, you know, everybody makes mistakes. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I make mistakes. It's like when we're training, uh, the apprentice, uh, it's like, it's so funny because part of it is, is it's like when you're a parent, you, you think that when you're a kid, you think your parents are just teaching you and mm-hmm. they're just parenting you, but then you become a parent and you're like, Oh shit, my kids are, as they get to a certain age, they're watching me mess up all the time. And that's why dads get a bad rap. That's why everybody dads are such a joke these days. Cause like the truth is we're just people and, yeah. and we make mistakes and your kids make mistakes. You make mistakes. It's good to, <clears throat> have some humility in your approach i think yeah i um my life is a, i feel like an ongoing not an ongoing joke but an ongoing quip like it's like <laughs> you know like that's what i feel like the end of every day is for me i'm like ah like, oh no but at the same time it, it's built up to a point where yeah the consequences for your action i always try and explain to my my the the apprentices now and my own kids that they they don't just write shit down now. You know, like back in the day, you had a record that they lost it. Like my wife was trying to get verified first. She just got a new job. And they didn't even say she went to the high school she went to. She's like, I lived in the same city 10 minutes from the high school my entire life till I met you pretty much. So yeah. how is it I couldn't have gone to this high school that I right. did not go, you know? Yeah. Um, the high school didn't bear because they didn't have the paperwork. They, it right. was physical paperwork. I was like, nowadays, bro, see this data center we're building? I was all, yeah. there's your permanent record right below our feet. That's right. Well, it's different now, bro. Like, can't pull the shit and just walk off. I was like, they write it down, they mm-hmm. save it on a hard drive, and they put it in a server room, like, and then they'll come collect their information. Which yeah. funny story? 
ever since I got here, I've always did the crypto thing. I've been trying to tell the kids, you got to invest in something, right? Right. So I invest. Well, I'm mining crypto while we're talking. Are you? See, I need to talk. I had a conversation with um, a good yeah, friend yeah. of mine last weekend about, um, he was talking about NFTs. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, no fungal tokens. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know much about it, and it seems like something you have to pay attention to. Um, what, what do you? What are your? What are your thoughts on crypto? Okay, let's get off topic. But if anyone wants to know anything about crypto, this is all it is and all it's ever yeah. been. All right, it's pretty simple. You ever gone to the gas station? Oh yeah, yeah. Put your debit card in there. Get your gas and go. Mm-hmm. That electronic transfer, someone is buying gas right now. And let's see, at 1300, 13, uh, 1300, 1320, 48. So the 13, one, so it'd be uh, regular time. I, 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 you know what's weird? I put everything in military time. I was writing my time card the other day for the boss. Yeah. He's like, I noticed you put everything in military time. I'm all, yeah, because AM, PM, my writing sucks. I was like, but one three is one three and one is one, right? Like, right, right. Can't beat that. And it was with military time. It, it was. It's always. It's just force of habit. Makes more sense. The whole foxtrot so, thing. So wait. So you're. Is that portion of that transaction is going through my computer? Okay. So it's encrypted. My yeah. computer decrypts it and re-encrypts it and sends it on its way. Okay. That's basically all it does. It's two fifty six shot bit encryption. There's the Ethereum one, which is uh, I always like to explain to people. Bitcoin is like you went to the bank, and you used your debit card. Or you went to the bank ATM and you did something, right? It's Bitcoin. Like, it's this thing. If you go to the gas station, you use that thing, charge you like three bucks. And you're mm-hmm. like, what, man, $3 to use the ATM? Mm-hmm. That's like a Rethrium. Rethrium goes through all the different markets. It's like a little link. And Litecoin is a script, which is kind of what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm mining right now is XMR. It's uh, some privacy coin. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know that much about it. All I know is I have many. Here's my little copper one. That's a Bitcoin. I don't know if you've ever seen a Bitcoin. Uh, no, I didn't know they were actual things. It's just a microchip processor, 256-bit encryption. It's how it beat the Nazis. Huh. Is that right? Yes. That machine, 256 bits. So bytes, bits. Yep. Yeah. And it's just a financial transaction. And right. sometimes the servers get overloaded, right? They, you, we're building data centers like crazy. I don't know. You, you do the re, you got your custom resi stuff. Yep different field, which is they're building millions of houses here in Utah. Yep. So you'd be slaying it out here. I'll tell you that you'd be slaying it. Yeah. I, I get, I get called all the time. To, and that's the other thing too. I get calls to go do residential. I guys, they, they find out, Oh, you're an electrician. Da, 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 da. And they want you to all of a sudden help them rope houses. Cause they've got, I mean, two streets over the houses aren't even done. Yeah. And they've been trying to build these for the, since I moved here and they can't find enough guys. I mean, not even electricians, just any trade. Right. Sure. I'm sure. So yeah, that's been pretty crazy. And that's it another thing crazy, I told you about. Isn't it wild? It's like I you see people in certain industries, especially through this uh COVID experience, you see so you see different industries take a real hit. Obviously, retail and anything where you have to like be in person, but the one where there's a lot of personal interaction that didn't seem to take in fact increase were the trades. Yeah. Yeah. My pay hasn't been increasing, but the work has been increasing. A little different on your end contracting. Oh, okay. So I got one for you. So the contracting, right? So uh, yeah. a lot of, half the reason these, these houses are like six months behind being built and the whole the building materials, I'm sure for you ordering things and you got some special, you said Lutron, I believe I was yes. listening to. 
it's probably harder to get products now and they don't come as fast and you have to do, you're just waiting. You're like, I can't do it yet, man. I'm waiting for this one little thing. And then it's like, go, go, go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to plan ahead. The contractors had to renegotiate the value of the houses because of the building materials went up in price. Wow. So people that paid a certain amount for this house to be built are now getting charged more money. Wow. Which was what I was going to do, I ended up buying this house, which was built in 2016. Thank God. I was yeah. like, hey, I want to build our own house and all that. I, was like, I thought it was our turn. You know, I got this. It's nice. But then I, then I, then all that happened. I was like, oh, like, yeah. yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's good, man. I'm glad you guys found a. I'm glad you found a house that you like. What's in the neighborhood's cool. Yeah, it was funny because the guy I was working with found it. He was like, "Hey, why don't you go look? It, it, here's okay. Here's a good one about Utah for you, bro. All right. You ever heard of KSL? No, I guess not. It's not some BDSM thing. It's it's actually a Mormon thing. <laughs> KSL. I don't. I don't think I had. I, I don't even know what it stands for anymore, but it's a channel here in Utah. And then it became like, it's like their Craigslist. Huh? Yeah. So I found it on KSL. I went on there and looked for, it says houses for sale, cars, you know, like okay. uh, buy this old computer or huh. shit. The basketball hoop I got down here. I bought KSL. on KSL. Get out of here. Yeah. KSL represent. Yeah, Utah. yeah, they um, they're the, it's like the it it's I think it's like a Mormon channel. Not to keep mention the Mormon thing, I really don't give a <laughs> shit. Like to each their own. If anything, yeah, I love the Mormons, bro. You know why they came by my house, right? They they yeah. come by and they're like, hey, here's some food. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey, I appreciate it, but I don't, I don't need that. You know, like that. Same for someone else that needs that kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. I work. You know, we're okay. You know, we have tight yeah. moments, but you know. Look at my fucking house, buddy. Yeah. I, I'm doing all right. And I yeah. provide for my family. And he goes, no, it's it, if you don't eat it, no one's going to eat it. He's like, we're just giving out the last of it. And it was like name brand stuff and and, and, and organic foods. And they're all about community here yeah. <laughs> for damn awesome. sure. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And the food, the food thing, they want you to come there and they want you to have like my, my utility closet, technically is my, my uh, cold storage. Like I'm supposed to put food in there. I'm supposed to have like weeks of food and stuff ready to roll. They have a whole thing. It's like a, it's really strange. You can go like I went out on Halloween. Everyone's real friendly. Yeah. I was offering me a beer, like hot yeah. dog. Like they were serving food to the kids. You know, walking around. I was like, "Is this what it's <laughs> like?" In a, is, is, I, I thought I was in the Edward Scissorhands neighborhood at first, and then I, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's funny, man. There's yeah. I, look, there's places like my town. There, there's elements of that in Frederick for sure. Um, you have like a nice little uh, like what is it the the old not old timey what is it like the old fashioned you have like a blacksmith and stuff there and, and yeah yeah it's a cool it's a cool, it's cool. Town. yeah it's got a cool old historic vibe to it and there is a lot especially before COVID there was a lot more of like a neighbors saying hey come over for a beer type thing it still happens but not as not as much um, but it's a shock if you come from like a New York City or California or something and you're like I don't trust these people <laughs> <laughs> who's this nice. <laughs> yeah people come over and they just like they like instantly want to come in the door and like oh hey you know like uh, he's there buddy <laughs> yeah man but, um I'm no, they're just being friendly and everyone's like pretend like there's still assholes everywhere trust me dude <laughs> but here like 99 i'd say like 90 percent of them they're honestly just just being friendly they're just doing what they've yeah. been raised to do yeah that's great and so hopefully that can circle back to the leadership thing the kids out here you know even though it's Utah and stuff, a lot of them, I'm starting to see what I saw back when I was in California, the attitude, I don't want to call it the attitude, but the, um, the thought process. Okay. Like what? So this, I believe the work demand is hurting the apprentices. Okay. Because 
they're like, well, fuck it. I'll just, you can't fire me. You need me more than I need you. They're uh, growing up with that different vibe, which I love. I yeah. love that they, you know, right now they, it's obviously better for us. Right. And it just, I feel bad. Cause I'm like, you don't know the struggle of having to now have to decide, like you quit your job and you just think something's going to be around the corner and go fuck yourself. But I've done that back in the day. And what happened was I didn't work for a month. Right. And yeah. I didn't save for it. You know, I wasn't ready. And I try and tell them back to the whole crypto thing. It's a way of me saving. I mean, it's pennies, pennies on the dollar, dude, like nothing, yeah. but I put them in accounts that gain interest. I was like, they don't teach you this in school. They're not going to teach you this in the apprenticeship. Right. Have you ever heard of alternating current? And they go, yeah, I'm like alternating currency. I mean, you're going to go up and down. Yep. Right. Yep. So like even that, it, it's funny because, yeah, I, I've noticed more of like even just not even just teaching them electrical because you can show them how to wire an outlet so many freaking times. But you yeah. got to remember these kids are impressionable. Like like my yeah. three-year-old, like I literally am doing something and then all of a sudden his hand's next to me going. Yeah. And they're, they're mimicking. Yeah. So yeah. if I mimic, so I got to think to myself, okay, being a journeyman, I, I'm always getting the apprentices from me, which I love. I love the guys that don't know shit. Mm. Always fun because it's always like the look on their face yeah. of like realization, right? Yep. Or like learning somewhere. I get to send them off. It's like, oh, I did a nailed it, bro. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. That's right. Or like, here's a good trick for you. <laughs> I shouldn't say trick, but a, a little method of mine. Um, I go, I don't know, man. What do you think we should do, bro? I, I got a lot on my mind. I got all the journey and stuff to think about, you know? <laughs> and they go, well, I think I should do it like this and that. I'm like, that sounds great. You should do that. One yeah. kid caught on after about a month. Yeah. He took him like a month to catch on. I was like, ah! he's all, you're just going to tell me to do it that way. I'm like, yeah, it's called sink okay. or swim, buddy. Like I'm teaching you the sink or yeah. swim. Like you're going to suggest something. Your boss is going to look at you like, go fly yeah. and go do it. Good luck. I agree. Oh, it works. Yeah. But I think I that was a good teaching process to like, yeah. really be confident in yourself, you know, like make I sure agree. you know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. You, you, um, you award the successes and you, you, you know, you draw attention to the, the achievements yeah. and then you, you know, you fix the, you critique the mistakes. You, uh, you know, talk about why it's, why you shouldn't do something. It's, it's funny. It's like, um, it's really important to be, a, to be, I think, available to younger people who are interested in learning something. Um, cause it's important, it, dude, it's important. I think having, um, having guys around that are like, you can, t that you can t approach when you're younger. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's important. It's important to, be, to offer that in my opinion. I could have been recording this. Have um, you have not been recording? I have not been recording it. <laughs> I do it all the time. You know, like, like, yeah. have you been recording? At least you got it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're on the ball. Yeah, I've been slipping, bro. And the same with the whole Instagram thing. I, I've noticed I just haven't really been on top of that. I feel kind of like an ass because I, I think I was, see, I hate saying it like, oh, I think I'm, you know, Mr. Influencer or whatever. But I think I had a, uh, I hope it was, I, my goal was a positive influence, obviously. Yeah. Um, I hope people got that from it. Um, but I feel like I kind of let people down when I stopped doing it. I, I just had things to focus on, you know, like moving here was, was a hassle. Yeah. Look, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's I, I, I agree. It's like, um, I think that this sort of stuff, um, is, 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 is important. Like, yeah, the social media <laughs> thing, it's, it's important because the community of, uh, trades people, electricians for us in particular online is, um, is really a special thing. I think it's, I think it's something that people in the past didn't have that we have access to, you know, you can just talk to 
people from like you and I right now. Yeah. Um, this podcast too is just an opportunity to reach out to people and pick their brain. And I, you, it just hasn't been a thing in the past. So I think that's valid, but at the same time, um, you're, you're, there are other priorities in your life that, you know, you've got to draw your boundaries and set your priorities. And, um, with the online stuff, the beauty of it is you can always come back to it and it, and it's, you'll have to rebuild the algorithm a bit and whatnot, yeah. but like it has, if it doesn't work for you and your lifestyle, that's an, that's an early edit, you know, yeah. I think. I, I gotta say, man, you, you stay on top of that ball pretty well. I don't know if uh, your time, well, man, your time management must be better, way better than mine. I, it's, I, it's, <laughs> it's hard. And I, it's a chat. It's a challenge that I try to stay up on. Like I, I, my challenge to myself is to make an episode a week. Um, oh. <laughs> you already heard the fool. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't always do it. I missed one last week and then I missed one around the holidays, but I just try to stay consistent. And it's the same. That's been my practice so far as of late has just been like consistency because, um, I just, I just, um, my application for my master's exam just went through. So, um, I'm a candidate in Maryland for my master's. I just scheduled my exam March 8th. All right. Uh, so I start this week. I start my, um, prep course. Yeah. So oh. I've been, I know that's coming up and I've had to like, when I, when I have things like that, I'll set a deadline for myself and then just, I just have no choice but to go. Yeah. And then, uh, and, but, but I want to stay consistent with that. And I want to stay consistent with this. And I want to stay consistent with exercise. That's been my practice is just like, there are, there are moments in the day that if you chop them up, right, you, you can do it. You can make, you can read enough. You can, you can take steps to the next thing you're working on. You can, you can have a create, whatever, you know, you can do it, man. What do you have? Oh, that's my Freemason Bible. My you grandfather was a Mason. I didn't know this. My grandfather life. And then my real Bible. I don't know if you've read this. I did get through it. I, it doesn't look too tattered and torn from me reading. I got about that far and then I got the audiobook. Okay. What, what is it? <laughs> oh, um, so remember one is my 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 grandfather gave me this. When he died, he gave me <laughs> he gave me a flannel. I wore that flannel that I wear in the uh, the first videos I ever made where I do the yeah. little GFCI thing. Yeah. That was my grandfather's Pendleton flannel. It's an original Pendleton from the 70s. Whoa. So that he gave me that, a shoe rack, and this Mason Bible. All right. That was literally what my inheritance was for my dad's side. Kind of sad, but never been rich. So it really wasn't a letdown. It's like, oh, free shit. Cool. You know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. It's Win -win. cool. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, yeah. And the weird thing about this thing is uh, this Bible has like pictures of like the old tabernacle and things and, 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 and the cornerstone. I started reading this and it creeped me out a little bit, but maybe I was just in a weird state of mind. Again, I got about that far. I get about like a quarter into the book and I go, Oh fuck me. It's too much. I feel like at school and stuff. And I read all those books. I'm like, fuck again. And you're going to have to do it. And funny story with the uh, master thing. I, I put in for mine, but I have to have 2000 hours under this license, which I'm just hitting now. Okay. To go get a master. Cause they don't have a master program in California. It's just right. certified like general electrician. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm doing literally like I'm doing the same exact thing. It's oh, funny, right. man. All the way over there. Yeah. yeah. Finally getting my master shit going. Cool. I've got my, uh, yeah, my test thing set up, but I got to take some classes. So I've been talking to Mr. Yep. Chad about doing it, cool. which is another thing. I got to meet Mr. Utah Electric, but, uh, yeah. but this is, uh, my little brother got me this for Christmas. All right. 
Um, he's like, yeah, I thought you really like to dig into it. It's Nikolai Tesla's um, Nikolai Tesla and other works. And it's literally got, remember all those, it's funny that this book came out and here's all the patents and, and it's literally got the patents. I've, I've read through this. I've audio booked it. It is, it is interesting to hear how this man talks. He has like, sure. a very sophisticated sense of humor. Huh. Like he can fucking rip on you and he's so yes. smart. You wouldn't know he was ripping on you. <laughs> like he'll say things to people like this guy's like, oh, well, I've already invented that. He goes, well, your works. And then he literally was like saying something like really smart, but I caught on that. He was saying that the way yeah, I do it, ass. different, better, simpler, that's funny. and more efficient. Yeah. And yours sucks basically that's like hilarious. And he says it in a way that's so polite. It says, sincerely, Nick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, he likes the letters that he wrote. He wrote this guy a letter. Yeah. I was yeah. talking shit. He like, he like wrote him a formal letter, all polite. Hey, I'd like to say the congratulations on your invention. And yes, it is very similar to mine. Mine is different. And then yeah. he says like something about them. No, before that, he says like a compliment. He like builds them up and breaks them. Down. He's a master of it. <laughs> Build them up and break them down. Everybody thinks they got one up on this guy because he's poor. He didn't have any money. And they, they think because he needs the money to do these things, they have the upper hand. Yeah. All he does is take their money, get his shit done and move on to the next one. Yeah. He's a hustler, dude. Yeah. Like straight up hustled motherfuckers. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he, deals. Yeah, and he, he got did. money to build all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like, how do you get millions of dollars to build something that doesn't ever fucking work for JP? He fucking fooled JP Morgan, the guy yeah, yeah, with yeah. his bank. Uh-huh. He fooled him. He yeah, that was nothing. with the tower, that, like, tower he was building, right? So the tower is basically a Tesla coil, right? It's yeah. uh, not the Slayer Exciter style that we always see. I should have had mine out. I blew mine up, like, twice because of Tesla. <laughs> you know? I have videos of him. People are like, that's it? I'm like, well, I was playing with it so much. Yeah. I even hit up the company. I had to order new boards, and I kept blowing the board. I realized later that the boards are designed in China, right? These circuit uh, boards, yeah, which is a big thing that um, we don't have a lot of circuit uh, microchips right. now, right? Yep. It's a big shortage. Right. Yep. That was the work in Oregon. I was okay. looking at working at the Intel plant doing building microchips. They're building okay. a new Intel plant to build more microchips. And that Wonderful. Was- I, I hope that I hope that expands and increases. I, I know I was I was listening to some conversations recently about the move to expand the microchip development in this country. That's a big reason why a lot of these products aren't coming out. Honestly, yeah. see, they don't, yeah. they, they can't, the people in the other countries of Asia, is that the right way to say, I mean, the political correctness always kills me, dude. I don't fight. I, I just don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, just like over there. They're fucking, when they make these things in another country, I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not that guy. The humans um, of the world responsible for microchips. <laughs> I realize that they're designing these things for Chinese electricity flow, which just that's in layman's terms, to be perfectly honest, they run a 50 hertz system. They run 110. You ever hear the old timer dog and there's no 110. Yeah, yeah. We run 60 hertz everywhere now. Right. Other countries still run 50 hertz. Right, uh, right. So they're sending me a board that runs on 50 hertz AC, right. not yeah. 60 hertz. Yep. So my shit's ramping up and I'm yep. blowing the I'm blowing it up. Interesting. Yeah, funny. Huh. We're too high of a frequency, just like yeah, in life. Yeah, makes sense. Like life's blowing up. They got it. Uh, they got to know they're doing that. Well, I bought it off a site that you don't exactly buy things in American goods. Like it would take a month and a half for things to get to me. Gotcha, gotcha. The, the whole laser things I had, I bought this from China for like 50 bucks. Okay. <laughs> it cost $50 in shipping. It cost $50 for two high-powered lasers that burn holes in things. Whoa. Yeah. I, well, it's upstairs. I can go grab. I don't really want to burn you do, What did you do with those lasers? Burn things. <laughs> I know. Look at this smart guy. I'm just sitting there. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like burning fucking stuff in my barn. <laughs> just lighting shit on fire like that's just being amazing. a pyro that's i'm still great. a bro you know like i'm kind of smart sure but like i'm a bro like i can't help it 
I like that about you though. Look, I am too. I'm, it's funny. I like, um, I'm a hybrid. I, I feel like, uh, yes, definitely. I'm partial intellectual, but I'm such a crow magnet too. I like to be dirty and, and filthy and I like to swear and drink whiskey and, uh, all that good stuff. I got one for you. The uh, story of the apprentice and the level. Here we go. So I was up on a ladder. I'm trying to fix something and I'm hitting it. Right. And I got this, I, I like that empire level. It's technically a plumber's level. But I just mm-hmm. like the shape, the size, the width. I use it for my spacing, my conduits, whatever. Cool. I just like the tool. Right. right. And I carry like three of these things They're stuck all over my shit. Okay. And I'm hitting the fucking conduit. Then he goes, you're going to take the, you're going to fuck your level up. I was like the intonation. And I was like, that I know the word and you do not already tells me that I know how to use this tool better. And number two, if I want to use like a fucking hammer, I'm going to use it like a goddamn hammer. <laughs> it cost me a new one. Cause this one's intonation is off. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't get the point of that lesson. And the lesson I told him later, I was like, you understand, like get it done. We're in the union, right? I'm a worker. I'm trying to work, get it done production. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. This, this tool is 20 bucks. They're paying me. Right. At, what was it, that place? It was 60 something bucks an hour. Like, right. bam, bam. That's right. 65. Fuck this tool. I made 35 instead because, you know, the price of the tool, whatever. Like, I had wait. a sad tool experience this week, man. I what had happened? a, what I happened? was w- installing a central, uh, well, a ceiling fixture for a client with uh, my apprentice, Daniel. And uh, I just picked up these Nipex um, Lyman, Lyman's pliers and I absolutely love them. They're, they're just like, there's a wider grip uh, opening than, than Klein's. I love my clients, but I was trying these out. These cut like butter. Anyway, really like them. Good tool, sure. Digging up in the ceiling, the, uh, they, the, uh, it was an old house. So they had sistered the joist before they put the ceiling in. And so a sta- I needed to put a fan box in and it was just, almost fitting, not fitting and, and, uh, made a few adjustments on it, really getting it in there. But at one point I put my pliers in the ceiling. You see where this is going to like hold the thing in place while anyway, long story Steal short, up in there, uh. dude. And, and the fixture was a pain in the ass to get in the ceiling, the bracket, the weld had come off the bracket. It was just this real pain in the ass, uh, scenario. Got it up, ended up looking great. Got down to the switch box. And I'm like, oh shit. Where, <laughs> where's we my, both, where, 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 we both look my, up at the uh, ceiling. <laughs> Head side cut. I think they're called um, New England head side cutters. Okay. So the ones that we use, there's also the regular head side. They're just called side cutters. We're side cutting pliers or something. Yep, that's right. Everybody calls them linesmen and all that. Lines, I always ask, I always try lines. to tell them like, I'm like, you know what this tool's called? They're like channel locks. I'm like, wrong again? Because that's a brand. Oh, I that for you. My uh, thing of old tools. Yeah. These are channel locks, but we would call these what? Uh, vice grips. Yeah, same with these, huh? Uh-huh. These are channel locks. Right. That are fucking still rusted shut, huh? <laughs> Need some ah, vice grips that. to open those vice yeah. grips. I think the coolest one, honestly, other than my, uh, I keep these in here. These ones were built and these are a pair of M Klein. I don't know if you ever, you know, those you know, are rad. Line. Those yeah. are so cool. They're M Klein and Sons. It's hard to see yeah, it. Out of here. Chicago, U.S., so I hit up Klein because they were, you remember they had the thing if you have the oldest pair? I missed the cutoff by like three other pairs. I was like no. number four. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I didn't win shit. Uh, I was like, that, man. That, that's somebody, cool. Yeah, these things were like it made in the 60s or something. My, my, my uncle that was an electrician gave them to me. That's like, okay. ah, stupid things. I had it forever. My father had them or something. And his father wasn't <laughs> an electrician. He just had them, right? Yeah. But yeah, these old school clients, yeah, there's no, you notice there's no rubber, right? You should get some. I think they make little rubber handles for those things. 
I don't know if you'd you get know, one that would work I with forget. that era, but maybe. I forgot. I, much like the bender head, that bender head was my uncle's, and I just it broke off, so I drilled a hole in it. And I made my little uh, pocket bender there, my half inch. But um, I forgot I had these. And you know how I fa- I, I realized I had them? my father in law was doing something on my six acres back in California. Yeah, he was tying something on the fence with them and stuff, and using them. And I'm like, those could be worth. Then I realized I look at them when I went outside to go do something. I grabbed the tool. And I was like, holy fuck! Now that I have more electrical knowledge. Yeah, right. I, I realized that M. Klein and Sons is yeah. like an antique, and he's using that's really. But he's cool. still using them. So I'll yeah. give Klein. This is their tool, right? Yeah. So I thought, I thought you might like the old school tool there. Uh-huh. This little tape measure I found funny story. Someone sealed it up in a ceiling, like uh, like what happened to you. Uh huh. Can you see that one? Uh huh. Okay. Funniest thing is it's got which I don't see anymore, other than the walkie has the the measurements on the bottom, but it's got these things on it. How do we do a little? Is it upside down for you, or is it? It's got like a bunch of information. How oh, cool! And some of them is uh, sharpening chisel and plane irons, useful formulas. Conversion tables. It's on yeah, the bottom of the table. out of here. Yeah, brilliant. It's, yeah, it's got and it's got like nail head sizes and things. That's genius. It seems like it's meant for a carpenter. Yeah, isn't that strange? <laughs> it's amazing. It's I love it. Yeah, and you look at it, it's got the patents and stuff. U.S. patent. Da, 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 da. That's really. Da, da. Cool. I love finding all the stuff made, like that. Got the made there's, a, there's a part of me, you know, with a with. With pliers in the ceiling, and I didn't, I did not, to answer the, to end the story, I did not go back up for the pliers. I, I left them. I oh, left them. It makes like 40 bucks. 40 yeah, bucks. I left yes. them. I know, I know, I know. I just, oh, yeah. I didn't, you know what? I'll, I'll be back. I, I told, uh, <laughs> I'll be back. Daniel was like, the motor's shaking. He was like, I'm never going to let you live this down. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's there. I go, you know, I'm like a pirate. I just, I buried treasure all over this city. I got like, you know, <laughs> pliers in ceilings. I know, you know, I know how to go. Yeah, you let me go in any house for a couple of minutes and I'll come out with a tool of mine from the yeah. attic. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're like going to a returning customer. Yeah, I just, I, oh, honestly, you're going to get some free service out of me because I got to get my fucking line. So <laughs> we're just going to go a two for one. The price of, you know, the price of work and the price of the tool, you know, sentimental value. Yeah, I'll be oh, back. I can see it. I'll be back. It was funny. I told, I said, you know what? This is just a good practice in letting go. That's what we're going to call it today. And that's then another it, one. Yeah. Like the whole tool. Time. Yeah. So, just yeah. The, you, like, and that's the other thing too. These kids, they're like, man, you have so many tools and stuff, right? And, and all this. I'm like, I'm going on year 12, buddy. Yeah, like, it accumulates. I have more pairs of these at home. I have yeah. different brands. <laughs> right, right. I yeah, just bring these because these ones I favor at the moment. Yeah. You know, like, what's what's the average age of the apprentices you're working with? Oh, man. You know what's funny? They've all been like 18 to 20. I, I have kids that can't even drink a beer yet. Huh, yeah. So I'm like talking to them like, hey, man, you want to go grab a beer? I'll buy, buy you a round of beers. Be your journeyman. And they're like, oh, I, I can't drink. I'm like, what are you, Mormon or something? <laughs> no, um, no, but I'm like, uh, that's cool. You know, you don't like drinking. He's like, no, I like having a beer. I'm not 21. I'm like, well, how old are you? And they're like 19, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, one kid, he was 20. The, the oldest one I've had, honestly, was 24. And he had two yeah. kids. Huh. And that was the other thing, too. I was like, you understand, man. I know it sucks. Like, you're a grown man, right? He's got yeah. two kids. Yeah. at home. And he's a first year apprentice. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oof, like better, na- better now than later. 
Yeah. I tell, I tell them, yep. I tell them, I tell them. Cause by the time they're my, I tell them, I'm like, yeah. I hope that when you're my age, you're doing better. Like you're yeah. going to get this sooner. Yeah. Right. Like, for sure. yeah, I think that's a, a smart move for somebody who's got a family is to jump in the trades. I think, Oh yeah. But I feel like hearing that the younger people are, are working with you guys there is, is inspiring and encouraging. Cause it sounds like, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, the uh, the well, even for the non-union, the union. I was talking to Chet. He's got his class fills up so fast, cool, so fast that like yeah. literally it opens at eight a.m. to call yeah. that school. I was talking yeah. to him, right? He's all yeah. He's like he's all Foxtrot man. Eight a.m. He's like by eight thirty, they have my entire next semester done. That's amazing. Thirty minutes, they have every seat filled. Plus, Amen. kids that want to you know Amen. like jump in. Yeah, I was quality, like, a quality product sells itself, sir. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I was like, how does that feel for the other teachers? I was like, <laughs> there takes like a day. Yeah. I mean, but you Did know, you, like trying to go up against that guy, damn, yeah. like I'm yeah. Uh, uh, so you mentioned that you were thinking about or or getting into the teaching side of things. Is is that I a have, job or I've applied. I don't know. It's okay. uh, Chad was telling me they don't they don't have a class, they they don't have the manpower to get another set of kids through to give me a class, like the whole process of like having another class, like they can't even hire me if they wanted to, because they don't have the staffing to back up the kids going to school with the records and all the stuff. I was like, you you can say you guys don't want to hire me. It's all good. (laughs) I've been down for a job before, bro. bro. I've been, I've been back and forth. Homeboy. Pretty elaborate rejection. Just say no. Thank you. Just tell me that I should stop trying. He's like, no, no. He's like, I don't handle the the hiring, you know? I was like, okay. But yeah, I've put in for it. And I don't know. It seems like he wanted me to do the first years. Um, I just, I've only been in U- I haven't even been in Utah a year, including when I first started working here. I bought this house in May. Okay. So I've only been living here. I mean, I'm still I'm still fresh to this. And I didn't realize it because I'm always so California go, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. These guys aren't they I mean, like we're always in a hurry at work, right? We're trying to get the job done. But it's a different feel after work, you know, and in things like that. And even like at work, like their mindset isn't like mine, like where I got like. I don't even know how many things going on and something could just pop in there new and get into the old merry-go-round of craziness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went from, I went from, I went from having two apprentices and then like some journeymen and then another apprentice. And I was on this job to now I'm going somewhere else in Salt Lake. Like I was All down right. the street. Now I'm over there and I'm used to it. Most people, they were like, fuck man, how do you just, process all that and then i was like you know what the hard part is is turning it off right like after work i mean especially for you it's not i I clock out it's over yeah like it's like well i really can't do anything till i get back other than look at some prints and come up with some ideas cool for you you're like okay well i gotta go bid the next job think about the next job talk to the person about the next job and then i've got this other thing going on but this person's calling me about that i don't do you have like a secretary or something (laughs) like or do you guys just and i no. So what we do was we, so we had to learn how to set boundaries um, because we're small and we don't have a front office. We had to learn how to funnel um, people trying to get a hold of us and, and manage that. So what we did is we just kind of automated our voice message system to just basically suggest to our clients that email is the best way to contact us Be- because I can't, I just can't be on the phone all day, at least at this point. And, um, I don't, I, it's not smart to be on a phone when I'm on the top of a ladder 
And if I answer the phone every time it rang, I, it just interrupts every, every move. So the move is to communicate through email, but it does take a good amount of uh, time every day to really make sure that people feel responded to. So, yeah. Cause yeah. you gotta, yeah, you gotta get a little bit of a especially in your sector, the red sector, man, like those yeah. are people. And for sure. And business are, like, oh, well, they're busy. We're busy. Whatever. You know, our people, really is. Your people. It's, this is it's like, funny. I'm going to pay you money out of literally my bank account. You better That's right. bro. That's like, right. It, to, for yeah. you to come into my home. Right. And exactly. so it's most of the work as a, as a small business owner of a, a residential electric company, most of the work that you do is the communication and the um, relationship portion of it. So like, it feels to me like uh, my work day when I'm in the field um, is the least amount of time that I work. And it's the electrical side of things. But in most that's of the, the work. That's autopilot now. Yeah, right? that's, well, right? that's my favorite. That's thing. my favorite part. Yeah. My, wow. fa- my favorite part is when I get to the job and I can turn everything off and focus on the task at hand and, and make something look pretty. And, and I love that. I, I like other parts of it too, but um. Well, that's why yeah, you do man. it, right? Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, they, I mean, me filling out a little bit of paperwork, I start like, my hands start shaking, I start getting all angry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, start picking up tools and like hitting the paper with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try to minimize nothing. We don't do anything on paper. Everything is done digitally. We run our company through QuickBooks. Um, we do our scheduling through Google. Um, so we just try to have everything. Um, lessen any any external step necessary in the right. administrative process um some things work well some things don't i'm realizing that through this experience i'm realizing that there doesn't seem to be a voice over ip platform that works well and unfortunately like i we've tried a couple so far and the one that we're working with is is really glitchy and challenging which one is it it's called Nextiva. Nextiva. So you could do Jive, which I think they're now a different company. I mean, there, there's just, there's yeah, just like, so many. That was a whole thing with this company I was working for. So I was okay. recently just working for a guy who'd be to the point where you you know you hire like he's now hiring journeymen and apprentices. He's he's gone from like him and him and his boy or is it his dude and and a couple guys to like he's got twenty employees now. Wow. And he had like two to three at a time, right? Okay. And so I was working for this guy and he couldn't, we couldn't get a group text going because people yeah. on Android and Apple. Right. I'm like, I was like, not only does he have all the other bullshit going on, but he can't communicate, communicate to his guys. Yeah. Cause I, I'd be like, I didn't get the text. Like I, right. What are you talking about, bro? Like, sorry. I took my phone. Like here, look, like you guys are texting and I'm getting three different group chats. So we had to like, he was like, anybody got an idea for this? So, yeah. I mean, I've seen, I tried, we tried Flock, it seemed to work, Flock, Signal. I don't know if those yeah. are helpful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've tried, we've tried a couple. We had Field Pulse <clears throat> and we were using their, they have a voice over IP system called Engage and it was, it was limited. And that's what I didn't like about it. But then we switched over to Nextiva because it offered more features, but it's been an incredibly challenging experience and it, and it's not quite there yet. And I've spent hours on the phone with their customer support and they, they've got great customer support and they don't mind me letting them know how I actually feel about their product. Cause it's not good. <laughs> and, and, and they even reached out to me after our recent engagement because I expressed to them and I expressed to their main contact that I I've done my research with these other companies too, because every, every time you search for 
options for best best VOIP and you read the reviews, they're all the same. Regardless of the company, there are some five-star stock reviews that are like best app on the market and they're the same across the board. And then you get your real reviews, which are one and two star. And it's people just saying glitchy as shit, glitchy, doesn't work, doesn't do that. So I just feel like the technology's there People, I don't know if it, and, and I also do take into consideration that there is user error elements of it too. Like I'm not a, a tech giant or something, but in my opinion, when you're offering to companies a service that's supposed to help them make their business run smoother, it should be made so they can operate it simply without being tech geniuses. And it shouldn't add more complications to the problem. <laughs> and I can't seem to find it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually think I figured I solved the tech issue. I think I, I got it. Okay. And it took me listening to some guy that I didn't think, no, I shouldn't say wasn't as bright as me. Just like great worker, great mechanic. The guy was very skilled in the trade. He was a Portuguese fellow like myself. They call us okay. the Portuguese. We walk around. It's actually a racial term. But no one knows that because no one knows my fucking culture. So who gives a shit? But, uh. Two Portuguese walking around. We always gab at each other. Yeah. He uh, mentioned something to me. He's like, Vargas, or sorry, Foxtrot. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. If you want to sue me, sue me, whatever. I ain't got nothing left. All I got is this house and um, <laughs> you ain't getting it, bro. So yep. um, what is so we run those two different frequencies, right? 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. 5 gigahertz isn't, is it, it, 5G isn't 5 gigahertz. Well, it is in a sense 5 gigahertz. So 5G refers to 2.5 gigahertz and above. Okay. 4G is 2.4 or is it 4G is 5.0? There's a little range in there. So four, okay. it's, it's fifth generation. Right. It's not five gigahertz. We've been running. That's right. Excuse me. Anything over five <clears throat> gigahertz is 5G. Okay. Now we're running on these two frequencies, two specific ones, 2.4 and the five, right? Mm -hmm. So we have an Apple phone and an Android phone trying to hook up on the 5G network together. It's like a semi and a fucking lifted diesel truck trying to, trying to get on the freeway from two different sides, going the same speed and momentum into one lane and pick who's going to go in first, right? Right, right. Data package, yeah? Crypto, this whole thing. Yeah. The only reason why I'm getting work on my computer is this is the shit. This is the low hanging fruit, as we call it. Yeah. Like this is the shit. Can't make it into the, the 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 data center down the street from my house. Can't make it into the one up in Salt Lake. Can't. Well, frick, Foxtrot's computer's ready. Let's just go hit this little expressway, pay okay. a quick little toll fee, and send it on its way. Okay. But then I get paid the fee instead of some you know whatever the major data center is. Interesting. Okay. So they're all trying to go at the same frequency. We got traffic. So your computer, you you you're trying to hook up to an Android phone. And they're already not going to feng shui technically unless you have a script so that all this stuff has to happen. Then they're all running at the same frequency. you got a bunch of things doing the same thing at the same place at the same time. It's just right. not. It's yeah. not. Right. And it makes glitches and stuff. And the thing's trying to reroute. And it's also loading a bunch of other shit. It's overloaded just as much as we are. I'm sure. And that's a lot of, I, I, yeah. I believe, the reason is and the reason why I get a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, we need sure. more data centers. And I yeah. was wondering why Utah would be a place where a lot of these data centers, they literally were turning my, uh, one of the spots I worked after this data center was another one. It was a logistics huh. building. I, I'm not sure if you know logistics, um, the big trucks, they come in and get a bunch of packages, like a third party thing. They have a bunch of stuff and they put yeah. it into another semi truck and he goes, drops it off at the stores. Right. Oh, right. 
these seven buildings were supposed to be just logistics. Okay. They ended up taking up like two of them and starting to turn them into data centers just because the market's there for a data center versus a logistics building. Interesting. So we were burying this area, putting up more to run more power from the utility, mm-hmm. putting these big old conduits in with the big old sweeps in them for the old PGE with the red concrete and whatever, not PGE, what is it, uh, Rocky Mountain Power out here? All right. Utility. Yeah. So you use all the specialty stuff. And I'm looking over and I'm noticing the roll up doors. We're just burying the dirt up to the roll up door. There's no, there's no pit anymore for a truck to come up. Okay. So it's being turned into a data set. They're literally, we don't have the infrastructure. We have, like you said, we do have the technology. We have the technology. Yeah, yeah. We'll get them bigger, better, stronger, faster. It's just not we there just yet don't have the freeway for it. I think so. I think you're right about that. And it's, um, and uh, you know, with this experience, it's been a good experience as far as like um, choices that you make running a, running a company, because you have to, you have to come up with solutions for like, how do we all communicate and <laughs> what's the platform. And in seeing that through, through the, through the challenges that I've had with Nextiva, this is the thing I'll say about them that I really like is that their customer service is really good. And so like, they've been able to get me, kind of painfully through the process to the point where <laughs> our phone is working now and we yeah. know, and, and it's, and it is cool. And I think it's going to get better. And I have that, I have the faith that I'll work with them. Uh, and they even reached out to me post that interaction to, to have uh, me fill out a specific, they're like, we want to hear what you think about, you know, how can we get better? And uh, I was very straightforward and, uh, but I was really complimentary about their customer service. Cause that's, that's look, it, if that is the case and, and, the technology is there, but the there's you know volume issue or whatever you you might call it. Yeah. But but at least they have a team that's there to respond and talk me through. I'm fine with that. Like because it it seems like that's going to be no matter who we go with, it's going to be it's not going to work great. And so at least with this team, they've been really responsive. And and so I respect that. And I and I respond well to that kind of stuff. And I have I got patience. I mean, look, we're going to have to figure something out. Um, I just wish it's been an experience in our business so far where I've just wished that some of the technology that seems like it's there were, were actually there, you know? Yeah. I know it's kind of like a, almost like a letdown. You're like, well, this is the same shit, just a little better quality. Yeah. For it's like this, we, if this really worked, this would be real cool. This is like change the game <laughs> and it looks like it works and all, you know, your, your presentation looked great, but I can't make calls now. And I need, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> That's a big problem. I can't log into the app. I, I can't do it. You know, it's like, and I keep, anyway. Um, yeah. But that's, that's the reality of it is like, you'll, you'll always have to come up with solutions. And uh, so yeah. that whole, so you, so you got, um, your apprentice is, he, I mean, he's obviously seeing a lot of this. Does this, does, with this, um, sometimes I get the look on the face, like, um, like, oh, like, this guy, this, like, like, is this guy literally, serious. Yeah, like this is this, this is my future. Like I'm gonna have to deal with him. <laughs> he's, like, he's all so, thinking, he's like, well, in and out, they're making just as much as me right now, flipping burgers as a first yeah, year. Yeah. So, so um, I'm gonna go flip the burgers with a smile on my face. <laughs> here's how I look at that, and you're right. Here's how I, here's my thought on that. Yeah, is that as soon as you start teaching people things, whether you are uh, an older brother or you are a, a journeyman apprentice or you're a parent, they're gonna. They're, they're, whoever you're teaching is uh, scrutinizing you. They're analyzing you. They are not necessarily doing it to be one thing or another, but it's, it's a natural process. They're going to analyze you. You did it with your parents. I was really hard on my parents. And it wasn't until I had kids that I was like, fuck, I was really hard on my dad. <laughs> he was just a dude trying to figure stuff out. And it, it's not your responsibility as the teacher 
to absorb whatever judgment comes from them because they don't know any better than to judge. <laughs> they, don't. they don't. They don't. They'll, they don't. they'll get they don't. to a point where they'll be in their life and they'll be teaching somebody and the person they're teaching is like, uh, give them some snarky like yeah. eye roll and they'll be like, fuck this guy. And, but, <laughs> but, but they yeah, exactly. Know oh, that. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then, you know, you're lucky if you have a young person who kind of gets that. But so what we do is we just, we, we talked to Daniel right off the jump and we said, you know, we're, we're new to this business. And so you're going to watch us make mistakes. And, and I don't know, I talked to him about it in real time too, when we're working. And it's like, I always liked when I watched the master electrician I was working with make mistakes because it made me feel like a human being. It yeah. made me, cause I, cause I was so scared to make mistakes that I was like worried to do something wrong, but to watch them make a mistake was like, okay, okay, okay. I get it. It's, Okay, I get it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's all right. You're gonna make it's gonna be make mistakes. It's good. Lean into it. Learn from it. Okay, got it. My favorite, yeah. So there's two sides of that coin, right? Yeah. My favorite is yeah. So when you're when you're the guy teaching now. So I'm, I'm coming up. Me and you were on our path to mastery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> path. Uh, like the animated, very animated. Right? <laughs> Some guy, he told me, you know, one time, uh, this old, old timer, he was uh, this guy, Mark, he lives down the street from me. Uh, we were working together at that data center. He goes, you know, man, working on Saturday ain't so bad with you. He's like, if I had a bowl of cereal, bring me back to when I was a kid watching cartoons. That's awesome. That's a great, that's a compliment, yeah. man. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, at least I, you know, put a smile on his face. And that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, he's cool. He drink beers. He's a nice guy. Love Mark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the kids, sometimes the, the lack of faith after I tell him, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, yeah. I don't know everything. I know I look real smart with the glasses and, and the tools right. and, the, and the license and stuff, but uh, I got news for you. I'm just feng shuiing it and going for the yeah, man. Time I came that's, in my yeah. level. Like, I'm doing what you're doing just at a higher level, buddy. Like, yeah, I was, I was reading, learning, uh, right? like, I was, I was reading a book called um, The Almanac of Naval uh, Rav. Ah, oh, shit. What's his last? I can't think of his last name. Anyway, if you looked up the Almanac of Naval, it would come up. Okay. It's a great book. But he he's a lot of leadership talk, and he talks about how there are no adults. He's like, there's <laughs> like, there's no such thing. It's just people pretending to do the things that they think they should. Yeah. You know, it's and that's true. And I think that I just feel like with that apprentice situation, they're going to see you screw up, <clears throat> and it's there's nothing you can do about it. And and. I think that those are good opportunities to show humility because your apprentice is going to screw up too. It's not about making a mistake. It's about fixing the mistakes you make. And if, and if you don't know what to, how to do something, that's an excellent opportunity to teach a young person that the way to figure this out, this thing that we don't know how to do, the way to figure it out is to just not quit. You know, my, my friend Shane is great for saying that. If you, if you ever ask him, well, how would you, how would you do that? He will be like, well, what are you going to quit? You just, you just figure it out. You know, you don't, you don't stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those are good lessons to teach too. And you know, <laughs> is that a little Bob Ross? A little I, you know, a lot of people don't know about me. I'm a huge Bob Ross fan. I don't say it much because I don't like to, I don't want to like, like, Oh, it's, it's, cause he's kind of trendy right now. I don't know what it is unless huh. that's just me and like my circle of things. Maybe But even since I started being Foxtrot, I, like I said, the only way to turn things off in my head were two yeah. ways, drink, drugs, or Bob Ross. Okay. There you go. I like that. So I can't do two. one of those anymore. And the other one, I don't like to do every fucking day. I, I really don't, <laughs> you know, drink alcohol at my, I mean, I'll have a beer, you know, I, I just yeah. drink those 805s. I'm pretty sure. simple guy. But maybe the true joy 
Can you hear him? A little bit. It's a Bob Ross bobblehead that talks. He was the first uh, ASRM or whatever you call that. Yeah, I'm telling my wife, I was like, he is the god, the godfather of AS, a, 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 ASMR. ASMR, whatever it's called. Yeah. Right. Let's get crazy. What the heck? Put some trees right here. <laughs> I have his little paint by number shit. That's awesome, man. My new yeah, I'll bet Bob Ross. I bet he was fun to hang out with. I, you know, it's funny. They, they're like, "Why well, haven't do the live chat thing uh, anymore?" And it, I was like, "You know, my whiteboard, my my Foxtrot's kind of now just this little tiny art easel, right?" And I kind of just podcast episode, IG video. I actually did that. What's your? What has been the focus of your podcast? You know. Computer podcast that's, that's you. That, that was actually being you. You know, I had some direction or something, or you know, stick. Cool. Um, I had a direction. I was doing something with it, and I just I'm too all over the place to be the main character. Right. Okay. I think you've said it before. I'm like Daffy Duck, or what was it? Um, the good one. What, what do they always call me? Uh, brother? No, 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 no. Not Hulk Hogan. Intercontinental champion. The, oh, uh, Randy the Macho Man Sad. Randy the Macho Man Sad. You can't have 24-7 Randy the Macho Man Sad. That's <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much. Foxtrot 24-7 is too much. That's I'm funny. sure it's entertaining, but you're going to change the channel and be like, I don't want to watch that for like another week. Right. It's too much. Yeah, ask my wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm an intense human being myself. I get it. I see it. Yeah. And... um I don't know where to go with that. Oh yeah, I can't be the main character. <laughs> I, I lost train of thought. That's great. You're like, do you know how to do electrical? Do you why are you, <laughs> you lose your train? When it comes to electricity, I don't know what it is. That's I don't funny. even think anymore. So you're just saying with with the podcast, it's it's hard to focused on me. It's it's mm. hard if you don't if you don't have a um. I, th- I think with the podcast, if it doesn't have some sort of thematic thing that that carries it along, I you know I don't know. It's well, I've had to, I've I've had to find that too and t- continue to try to find it. You know, you yeah I've noticed you, you what was that word I used what was it methodical. I've been trying to yeah up my vocabulary. There you go. There um, you go. <laughs> my vocabs. Oh shit. Um, yeah, the methodicalness of your podcast I've noticed. Nice setting. It's calm. And then it gets, you know, yeah, yeah. and then you have the beginning at the end, you get your whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I do with my intro with the goofiness yeah. along with the, wait, what happened? Oh shit, did I fuck up my crypto? No. But, um, I find that bounty hunter fella, the Mandalorian, who is like my fucking hero. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's me. A lot of people are going to say that, right? No, I am. I feel like that is, if I was a Mandalorian, this is my story. Yeah. I got the little kid that I feel like I'm a bad influence on, but yet he <laughs> just doesn't want to get away from me and he mimics everything I do. I don't think I can yeah. teach him right. Like that's me think- work as well. Like that's, that's, that's Foxtrot. Just all shit happened to you all the time. You're just getting crumpled by <laughs> Just problems, right? Yeah. And then you just come out smelling like a rose in the coolest Beskar armor you've ever fucking seen. <laughs> right? Like, I feel like that's me. I was like, that's me. I was like, I get in these situations where there's no way out. And somehow, people would consider me slightly successful in life. I'm doing I pretty good, right? Like, okay, worked very hard for it. I'm not going to brag. But, yeah, like, he always gets put in these situations where it's like, 
<sighs> like that. <sighs> and then he just gets up and like you're the said, underdog. You're the underdog. And you always got the underdog. I'm yep, always. Right. Yeah. But man, never. people root for the underdog. You know what I mean? When if I'm watching a sport, if I'm watching a sporting event and I don't have any skin in the game, I'm pulling for the underdog. I'll, yeah, that's true. Me too. Out of ten, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. And I feel like those Gogurus, which is the name, it's not Baby Yoda. Name's Goguru. I'm a huge Star Wars fanatic. Yeah, um, I love the Star Wars stuff. My wife's like, do we have to watch things the lasers again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, and she's all the lightsabers. I'm like, they don't ever call it a lightsaber, honey. They call it a laser sword. Just so huh. you know, that's a whole fanfare thing that like Dang. they're not. We call it lightsabers. Okay. In the movies and in the shows, they never call it a lightsaber. Interesting. That's a fun fact for you. That is a fun fact. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and then I was explaining through they come up with the Boba Fett one, you know, and I was like, ah, he's not as gangster as you know my boy, the Mandalorian, the Mando. And they're, she's like, "What do you mean? It's the same guy?" I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's, I was like, that's technically racist because they come from the same planet. They're the same guy. Basically. Oh, so that's like planetist. It is planetist. And planetist. that's ahead of the, she's ahead of the curve. <laughs> racism, <laughs> intergalactic racism. <laughs> we need some of that. We need some intergalactic interstellar. Where are the fucking aliens, honestly? Like, what the fuck's taking them so long? I mean, how many generations do we need to go without an actual alien showing up other than crossing the imaginary line, I should say? Like... I don't know. I, I don't think, I think that, I don't know what I think. It's all because it, it's, there's different, it's just, it's just too much to even can, how do you, how do you make a decision on it one way or the other? You just have to believe or not. Right. I mean, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. I, I don't know if it's an electrical impulse out there just beeping like a little light that's just going off for some fucked ass reason or whatever the deal is, but there's, there's something there's some, you that's, think that's the best part about the end of that book. He talks yeah. about talking to fucking aliens and shit. Like he literally Tesla goes, talks about that. Oh my God, dude. He believes that we were literally, he was getting, he was receiving with his towers and stuff. He was receiving yeah. frequencies from other planets and they were sending out like, we were sending out like AM radio signals that shoot across halfway across the planet or country or whatever, you know, the, the radio signals or yeah. weather band halfway across the country, yeah. whatever it is. And um, weather band goes farther than AM, excuse me. Weather band goes like fucking third of the planet. Anyways, um, he was he, the towers he was building. He was receiving feedback because he technically invented he invented the crystalline radio. Huh? Did you know that he invented the radio? No, not the ham radio. The crystalline, the little, little okay. thing. You, you ever see him put the little coil of wire and they put yeah, sure. across the coax crystal and all the sounds come out? Yeah, he picks up radio stations um, with a little antenna. Basically, that's that's a Tesla coil and set up in a certain fashion in which mm -hmm. it receives uh, uh, high frequency transmissions. And he believes that he was receiving ones from alien planets. Wow. Even Mars. Like, he's like, oh, it's straight up coming from fucking Mars. I swear to God, I mean, that's in that book. I, he he I had some crazy it. thoughts. That it didn't help his cause. No, not at that, that time. He had a ton of crazy thoughts, yeah. Yeah, dude, definitely did not help his cause. <laughs> he definitely, <laughs> in the, 18, the, the late 1800s, early 1900s right there, he looked like a fucking crazy person. But the yeah. thing was, like I said, he was the master of the, Build them up, break them down, and I'm right here. And he proved everything. He always proved him it, right that he, he the the other thing about him too that I feel like this is where I relate with him. I don't have to draw it to build it. Okay. Technically, like okay. I just need to know what it needs to do. Right. And I'll use the things that I know. Okay. To make right. it do that. Yeah. And did you know he died a day before? Like, so if you were going calendar days, yeah. the day he dies, the next day I was born. 
Oh, get out. In in the actual like not the same year? Well, no. <laughs> when no, no, he was way older. No, but but he lived to be like almost a hundred. He was he was he was oh man, he was like in his seventies or something. He, he oh, was I old. thought he was in his nineties. I thought Maybe he was, he was in his nineties. He died in like nineteen ten or fifteen or twenty or did he really? I forgot. Yeah, it was. It, okay. Okay. He actually no, maybe it was like 1930. I don't know. It was right before like a whole World War One thing happened. Okay. All it was right. before like the First World War. Okay. He literally, we were going into that First World War, I think, or something, and then he died. Or okay. It was, well, he yeah. was trying to design that death ray to. Uh, That's the, it. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. So the, yeah. the government was starting the war and stuff, and they wanted him to build them a bunch of stuff, and the big one was the death ray for sure. And he built it. Did you Did you know there's a whole thing for it? No. I mean, there is. Huh? Yeah, it's just a Tesla coil. <laughs> Everything was based off the Tesla coil. Every fucking one of them. I swear to you, I I I, I know. Huh. I when I figured I figured out the riddle three six and nine a long time ago. Okay. No, one, I wouldn't say no one believes me. No, I've, I've just, seen videos on three six and nine. I just don't yeah. get much into numerology. But is that what he based it on? Yes, he based everything on. If you only knew the mag, this is the, the actual quote. If I got it perfectly, if you only knew the magnificence of three six and nine. You would have the keys to the universe. Right. That was, here's my little quote back. I don't know if I told you this one. Uh, I would go, well, I, I'd love to ask Tesla this. What are you driving, a Mazda Miata or a Ferrari? Okay. So to, to, to bring what that is, my question to him is, what good are the keys if you don't know what you're unlocking? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you building a tool for? The tool comes out of what is already there. We're trying to fix or do or whatever. Mm. You ever seen a phone pad? Here's my little phone pad. You ever notice three, six, and nine are down one side? Oh, no, I never did. No. Two, five, eight, and zero are down the middle. Uh-huh. And then one, four, and seven, yeah? Right, right, right. So I feel like Tesla was three, six, and nine with his alternating current. And I feel like Edison was more of a one, four, and seven straight. All straight line numbers is one, four, mm -hmm. and seven. And these are all bunches in threes. If you don't count the zero, the nil, the null, or whatever. I feel like I'm two, five, and eight. Pure resistance, okay. bro. I'm an omega to the core. Okay. There's no other way to explain myself other than the Omega theory, which is my next theory. You're going to love this. All right. Okay. And then I'll, I'll shut my mouth and you can talk a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I do it. You get me so excited. Doug. I don't know. Just like your look, your vibe and everything. I get amped up enough for both of us. <laughs> well, that's the, that's what I try to do. Uh, I, that's the whole point. And that's not, yeah. When these guys are, I explain things like that and I try and I work with those, like we're going back to the old, I think we're supposed to be going over leadership is my energy will keep me motivated. If something goes down shitty, if I have high energy at the time, yeah. I feel like nothing can, like, I'm like a guy on PCB. Nothing's going to take me down, bro. Right. You ain't going to come get me because my, I'm all the way up here. You're going to knock me down a few pegs, whatever, bro. I'm in the whatever bro mode. You can handle setbacks better. Yes. And I try, I hope that's a lesson of like, you're in a good mood. You're going to produce good work. You're going to be able oh, yeah. to take the blows. And yeah. like you, we were talking about earlier, you're going to, you're going to run into problems. If we didn't run into problems, me and you wouldn't have a job. That's right. It'd be plug and play all day. Yeah. USB everything. Right. That's right. But um, <laughs> the Omega theory, I feel like I'm that middle there. It's just pure resist. Pure resistance is just this, that, this, it's just a piece of fucking wood. There it is. It's got a right. omic value and whatever. The omega theory is that, you know, the, the alpha, the, you've heard of the Greek alphabet? Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. So you got the alpha, beta, the gamma, the delta, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. All the way at the bottom is the old mu, the old ohm. Mu is the lowercase version. But anyways, ohm 
itself, which lowercase version is a little W, which makes a three technically. So it kind of goes back and forth where you coil something around, the electricity goes around, da, da, da. Um, <laughs> the omega is so far down that list. The old, how many numbers they got in their alphabet? 24, we got 26, two fake letters, J and C. Pfft, those aren't letters. But anyways, <laughs> I don't believe they're letters. I, could, I, I like that argument. That's a great argument. So yeah, I mean, everything works in threes, fours, or uh, threes, and sets of threes and builds in fours. Okay. But anyways, the Omega is so far down there on that list that, I mean, in his world, he's the top. Kind of like the whole Hades and fucking Zeus idea, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the right. Daffy Duck and Bugs. Like, Daffy's yeah. such a moron. <laughs> Bugs is so crafty. He always gets them. But in Daffy's world, it's the other way around. Because everybody else is, is below him. And I don't know if Daffy... Well, about me is, is Bugs here, but in the other... So in my world, yeah, I may be the bottom of the fucking barrel or whatever, but according to me, any alpha or anybody trying to do anything that's trying to impress or do that, man, hook up to some beta, bro, because <laughs> I, I'm the mega. I am purely what I am. There's nothing's going to change. So if you want to put me down here, cool. But in my world, I'm always on top because I am what I am. I love that. Okay. A little mega theory. Omega so far theory. down there that I can't go any lower. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I love that. It's a good way to look at it. We had the numbers and the Tesla and all that. So his riddle basically was it, it everything's in threes, right? Well, that's one riddle. Where's the other two? You know, like two, five, eight, two, five, and eight, and one, four, and seven. What do those numbers represent? What do they do? And that was the whole thing with my Instagram. Was yeah. I was kind of always trying to push that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And thinking about it, when I first kind of started figuring, I've noticed that numbers are not. To me, a number is not a, va- it's not a value of an amount. It's a trait. Hmm. A number has a trait. Okay. And this is where the whiteboard would come in. I draw circuits with numbers. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw them. I, I did the whole crazy. It got a little like, I felt like I couldn't explain myself properly. And there was so much information in my mind like, that you felt like, like, like the guy, you feel like the guy in the basement when the cops finally come in and there's like yarn drawing one thing on a board. Pepe Silva. <laughs> it was at the, uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's like, That's right. Pepe, yeah. Silva. Pepe, Silva. Pepe Silva. He goes, yeah, Pepe Silva has been wondering where his fucking mail is. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I love that. That's me down there, Charlie, all stressed out. Like, dude, uh-huh. I'm telling you, there's a connection. <laughs> that's, that was me. I was like, there's a connection. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, and I, I, and here's another, here's a lesson for the, for the youngins. Um, yeah. I don't know if you go far enough back on my Instagram, but I designed my inverse testicle, the AC power loss recycler. I have a patent for it and all that shit. Hmm. Not as good as the other ones where they sound proper, but it's on there and it's mine. It's owned by Foxtrot Sparks Notes LTD. Um, <laughs> it collects ambient and it's an ambient energy collector. It's just a different version of Tesla's. Huh. This is probably way more efficient and better, but I don't know how to read that shit. So I built it the way I could understand. Really? It collects ambient energy. Yes. So you you invented a device that absorbs tr- like transient energy from the yeah. atmosphere. Exactly. You turn the lights on and off, and you'd see my meter go up and down because it's hooked up to the end of the leads. Interesting. And I can do it with any set of. I mean, I could do it with an old computer or something. I just need enough. I need a magnetic force on one end, a grounding, and some sort of uh, relative motion. Okay. And then does it store that electricity or like capacitors that store enough to shock the shit out of me? That's for sure. Okay. I didn't realize it was building up, but yeah, I never hooked up an actual battery charger. I couldn't get enough voltage. See, the the micro the the the, the processor boards need a specific voltage of like Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's like. 
5.2 volts or something. So I had to get like a device and that was all the craziness was going on. Cause then I was buying this device. It doesn't take me to this device. And I had to connect right. them right. and run and I had to amplify my energy. So that's where I see where the Tesla coil came in. He would use a Tesla. It's just, it's just a high, high, high volt transformer. It goes mm-hmm. from high to higher to holy mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. Um, it, his, it basically his, his method is just stepping up the, um, the frequency to such a high voltage it's all pure potential and so little current, you know, like, like power yeah, lines. Right, Basically that was right. his design, right? Yeah. I just never completed it to the point of a functioning. I mean, I could turn a light on like a little led light. You ever seen the mm-hmm. YouTube videos? I mean, and you can do it with just about, there's so efficient ways to do it. I was honestly just using the, what I like to call the earth's vibration, which funny story is 520, uh, 520 megahertz. Funny. I mean, the earth's got a vibration and it's funny. It's the two, five, eight, you know, section. Huh. Hmm. And Earth is carbon, which is our base uh, platform for our, ourselves. And um, like, so that means that the Earth vibrates at a frequency with these numbers, these traits that create pure resistance, hmm. in my mind, anyways. So, like, That's a, way. That's a brilliant way to. I love that. I, I'm I'm fascinated by that kind of stuff. I feel the same way about like I, you know, my wife had a uh, she saw she saw a person who does like past life. Re, re, whatever it is, my she, mom's kind of like that. I mean, they call them medians. Yeah, well, yeah, halfway in, halfway out. My mom can talk to dead people. Medium, yeah, a medium. Yeah, Somebody who can like see or they see like, yeah. yeah they, so we were having a conversation like, about it, and I think this strikes me as that too. It's like there, there are these things in the world that are. Um, like, cause then the, the topic comes up of like, well, do you, well, I don't know if I, what do you believe in? Is this real? Is this not real? And so I feel like, um, I like, I, ch- I think if you are, if you've got an option to believe in something, um, and you're not sure if it's ultimately a real thing, it's more, probably more fun to believe, right? I mean, if it, if there's, <laughs> if the jury's out as to whether or not it's actually real, it's a lot more fun to be like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It, and I always, like, I think numerology and the way that it lines up with things is, is really uncanny and it's interesting as hell. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Numerology. That's right. I, I would, I would, and I'd research these things. This is honestly what I was doing. I'd be like just fucking late hours and I'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like researching. They're like researching what? I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm still figuring it out. Like <laughs> I didn't even know what I was looking up. Sure. That was the wording they use. This numerology is like this yeah. uh, theory of numbers and things and Right. I don't know if it exactly lines up with what I believe, but I believe the way we set it up does work in threes and everything's set in fours because there's four sections of three sets and um, three is the smallest shape. And the numbers are a trait. Like one is literally a magnitude. It's your line. It's like, okay, well, here's one. And then two is actually not just the vector that that's not, that, that doesn't go like that. It doesn't go one, two, three, it goes one. And then f- technically seven, which is a vector. Right. But then technically it's also impedance because they draw a little line in it. I do it on the whiteboard. I, my live chats, I would do this. And yeah, I don't think anyone followed. But anyways, I eventually made a bunch of posts that at a certain point, it'll look like a keypad on a phone. OK, <laughs> so it'd be like hashtag uh, zero null and then um, asterisk. And then we do the one, four and seven, uh, two, five and eight and the three, six and nine. So at one point in my Instagram, I wonder if I load it up right now where I'm at with that. And sometimes it does and sometimes it does not. But um, yeah, it was really strange. Just that uh, everything kind of worked. And then when I, when I started to think of numbers as traits, not values, like three to me was like the electrons going around the copper wire. Yeah, yeah. You know the the coil. You ever notice it's? Sure. You I mean right. just draw it? If you draw a six and a nine, I believe that's that's the system of the black hole. Hmm. 
Six is it eccentrically gets closer to the point where mm-hmm. turning into a piece of spaghetti and shoots you through and okay. it comes out and it starts doing that J move, which is not a letter. It's, it's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a function. A Fibonacci sequence. Six and nine yeah. are a Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, yeah, they do little squares and it makes a perfect right. spiral. I believe That's the six is the, when you go into the black hole yeah, and the yeah. nine is when you come out the black hole because it eventually gets out so far and swing that it would take just exponentially longer to make the full rotation again. And if you draw a nine starting from the center and go out, it makes a nine. And if you start yeah. from the outside and go in, it makes a six with right. a spiral. The, the right. whole, I mean, that's fucking, that was Einstein's whole theory of E equals MC squared, right? Like the whole, that was the mathematic equation for going in closer into a black hole, into a vector of a cone thing, whatever. So I'd be spitting this shit out at the kids and they'd be working and stuff. <laughs> and I just look on their face like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I know. (laughs) This is too complicated. I thought electrical was more of an ABC one, two, three triangle. Right? Yeah. Don't we we just put them color to color and put a wire nut on it? (laughs) And sometimes the color changes because I just have this wire and it's an MC. Like, (laughs) and I go, you know, man, I was like, see the look you just gave me? I was all, that's the kind of stuff you need to learn how to pick up on. I can teach you this electrical shit all day, but you need to know how to operate here. I was like, I live here. Yeah. I live on a job site, bro. I, I spend so much time on job sites that it's just like, yeah, I, I hate to say sometimes it gets a little depressing. I tell yeah. them, I'm like, I spend more time with you motherfuckers and my own damn kids. And trust me, I wanted them and I barely get to spend any time with them. I don't want no best. It's not like I wanted you. I got issued you. Yeah. And I'm going to make the best out of you that I can. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes I like them and you know they're cool or whatever, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like now I was like, watch when I talk to the boss and he gives me that same look you just gave me. Yeah. I was all that situational awareness, bro. Yeah. I was need to be aware of your situation because I was all that right there, that tool of situational awareness of knowing, not like reading people, but like understanding when someone's not understanding or kind of just dumbfounded by you. When you go tell them something later and they give you that look, now I know that you still don't understand what I'm fucking telling you. Right. You know, like now I know how to explain it a different way or show you a different way, or I need to go over there with you physically and, and we right. need to fucking roll the old yeah. sleeves and let's That's get in right. there and, and see what's going on. So, I mean, after all my ramblings, hopefully that was a lesson. I don't know. I've been trying to give them the, the whole lessons here on the thing for you. I know I've been wasting an hour 26, 37, 38 you know <laughs> your time dude me gavin at you, you i enjoy like i enjoy every second man <laughs> well thank you i i, <laughs> I definitely so what's, coming up, what's coming up for you what's what's new what's on the horizon for you a lighting retrofit i don't know <laughs> 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 um big warehouse job they're changing out the lights or something i don't know yeah honestly you know that's the other thing too i i've spent i try and tell them too don't spend too much time doing this you'll burn yourself out yeah you will I've gotten, I'm crispy, bro. I'm like, I like chewy bacon and I feel like crispy bacon sometimes. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty burned. Yeah. And, um, I mean, mentally from the, uh, you know, partying abuse as you want to call it and, and life itself, sure. uh, just a little burnt, you know, yeah. I'm wrong with that. Still go to work every day, get up and do it. But I don't, my wife was asking me, well, why don't you do one of your hobbies on the weekends? I'm like, and it's just like, I did the look. I was like, hobby. I didn't have a hobby. I don't think I'd still do. I, I really don't, yeah. I don't have a side project anymore. The Fox yeah. thing was my side project. Right. Exactly. Well, what would you do if you, what do you feel like doing these days? Sleeping. Look, man, sleep, <laughs> sleep. I've you know, like there's nothing, I'm a firm believer in like, I, th- I think that if you set goals for yourself, 
then then adhere to them, see them through and whatnot. But there's also a good, you know, when listen to your body, listen to your psyche, your psyche. I feel like when I take breaks from doing the podcast or when I, you know, it's because I need to and it, and that's all right. And it's doesn't matter. You know, it's just a thing that I do to try to learn and grow and, and hopefully share information with people. But ultimately, you know, breaks are great. Sleep's great, too, because it'll yeah. recharge you for when you do hit that next manic phase where you're like, here we go. Yeah. You know, cause I hit those two. I honestly, you know, I always, I always, it, it, I guess it's everyone's issue. Like how can I make more passive? Actually, I don't want to sound like an infomercial, but how can I make more passive income? I mean, All right. the crypto thing, I mean, it's cool. I, I, and the problem why I get a little bored, I think is I figured it out and I figured out that I can only do, I can only make so much money doing it yeah. without having to put it in full time for a full time gig because my, that ain't going to pay the bills. Like my fucking, my German check does not even close. Right. It's going to, it's, it's going to give me some uh, free take of gas. Good weekend. Have some fun. I went, I went, went, went over to this place called Wendover and did some gambling for new year's. Sounds that was like all fun. free money. That was nice. Yeah. You know, awesome. Put the inside work, right. That's yep. side work. I figured if yeah. you're going to do this full time, you can't, you can't be in my house and do this, you know, like it, yeah. it, this isn't the, this isn't the environment for that. I liked doing it, but then I figured it out and I kind of figured out that there's a limitation, right? And all that. And it's yeah. like, I can only do so much without getting completely shut down for being a illegal, you know, like tax evasive <laughs> money making right, right. thing. You know, the algorithms and figuring out what, what I've got it set to a system where you can see everything that says CPU accepted. That's an accepted share. Yeah, I got, let's see. Uh, I just go through a pool site. Now I got my phones. It's funny. These phones up here. I got two of them going. They're mining a different crypto. I should have okay. mentioned that. I mine multiple cryptos in, in, in my finances. It's been kind of like, honestly, my, my focus, because even though I'm only 35, obviously yeah. you're going to work a lot. You're, you got a lot of work ahead of yourself, you know, as well as I do, especially if we're just going to go start the master thing, which I think I'm more excited for that than anything, but it's all time. I, I just, I'm waiting, right? So what do I do in the meantime, right? Right. And uh, I've got 0. 0.002 fucking XMR, well, 0.003. So I have 3% of a percent of an XMR coin. And I've only been doing this for a few months, which is really nothing. But it goes into an account, which it gains interest. And then yeah. I have my Bitcoin stuff and some other weird one. You know, <laughs> my friend, this is gone. I was doing something on the phone. I was transferring the PHT to, to, to the Coinbase. Or not quite appropriate. And I was selling for a Litecoin and I was moving the Litecoin. I was, I was showing him how I moved the money around. And he goes, he's like, what else? He's like, he's like, I think those are arcade tokens, Foxtrot. I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, arcade tokens. He goes, yeah, you're playing a game. I turned my I, head. I did, I did the, the head yeah. turn. He gave me some fucking knowledge. Yeah, that's it is. It really was just a game. And if you're winning, you get a little interest and stuff and some money, that's right. which I made decent. I mean, this, 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 this is what I'll tell you about crypto. Um, it's basically just a stock. And the NFT thing is something that's actually backed by a, a something, right? Like right. a lot of tokens are, they're just a fucking ICO or something and they're yeah. collecting money and, 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 and starting this thing and they never start up and they fall under, right? Just like any fucking volatile penny stock. They're just, they're just, they're just electrical algorithms. They're just mathematical, excuse me, mathematical algorithms or electronic products that encrypt and decrypt or financial transaction things. They're all have to do with, financial transactions and the way they do them and they're proprietary. So Bitcoin's a proprietary version and then Litecoin's one and, 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 and Dogecoin's one and, and, and Shiba coins one and Ethereum and, and Algorand. Algorand literally is the word algorithm. 
Like <laughs> it pays you interest to hold that one. And where's it getting at that? I fucking lost it. There's just so much information in there. It just doesn't. Yeah. It seems a little like for, I think for the lay person, it's like, I it's a getting, stock, bro. It's a stock. Yeah, it's a stock, right? That's probably the it's way. It's dividends or it doesn't, you know? Like, and and I think that's movie. people would probably hear that and cringe and be like, you know, there's more to it than that. But I think that's just to simplify. It's probably a good idea to start to learn about it. So that's what I'll do. Yeah, I got some. Like these ones, I blew I blew one of these up already. And they have to work in tandem. There's two of them. These okay. Cool, if you want to know. Uh, they don't really sell these things anymore. It's Like I said, the microchip shortage. Yeah. Uh, this one does uh, Bitcoin and Litecoin. It's called the Grid Seed. These okay. things run in tandem together, a little fan huh. on the bottom. But inside, the, the, there is a microchip. There's a board, and it gets so hot. Yeah. These are uh, with the cooling fins, right? Huh. Computer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got yeah. a fan underneath that cools it off. Yeah. That's yeah. rad. Right. Let's see if I got the fan. Let's do it. Well, is there anything you want to um, you want to you want to plug or anything that on here? A plug anything you want to plug any plug. books you're reading anything you think people should look into well yeah um the uh tools the autobiography of nikolai tesla and other works he has another book cool if you're really into the electricity stuff and you know it's funny as much as i don't like technology you, you wouldn't believe if I told you that I fucking hate automated shit. Okay. And the reason is coming from a guy who knows motor controls and stuff. I'm like, I could fucking do my own control system. I don't need it automatically putting this in for me or doing that. I don't, my wife wanted, let's put an example. My wife wanted a nest air conditioner. Yeah. My air conditioner's kicking on and off every fucking 20, 30 minutes. Cause it wants to keep it at 66 or 70 degrees or whatever. I want to be in control of that. You turn on when I tell you to turn on or I'll yeah. put you on the auto function when I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like more of an analog versus a digital feel. Right. Which people would think the electricity is all digital, right? He literally, all of his inventions and everything analog. In, the, in, in the essence of them are analog machines. Right. Like the whole egg thing or it spins the back. Everything's a machine. It's an analog movement. It's a movement that's not precise and it's using something. So anyways, don't want to plug is read fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good suggestion. Well, and that audio book or something. Like I said, I did about two thirds of that audio book. I'm sorry. I didn't really read. I had to work. I'd go to work, but I listened to it. Right. And it was yeah. nice. And, and if I have to plug anything, like I've always said to people, I ain't trying to make money, bro. I, I go to work to make money. I do the crypto yep. to make money. I never did the Foxtrot thing to make money. It was yeah. honestly just to support itself and at least pay me for my fucking time for <laughs> just to, do the goofy things and like you know i've noticed coming here to utah too like what was it bruce lee man you gotta be like water yeah i think you you, you posted something about him right there's yeah. this whole song it was like some uh some rap battle song i remember i used to use when i was uh, hosting the cypher as the old fox trot my thing up there oh here i'll my in the garage, huh? This whole thing of myself. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I was a rapper. I told you that, right? I know. Yeah. I got this buddy. <clears throat> Grew up with him, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, if you want to do some change, you gotta go. You gotta go out there and change, right? You gotta. You gotta nothing's ever. Never, nothing ever created, destroyed. It's only merely altered or changed. Um, that's the rules of physics, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because you can't completely destroy something because it just goes into smaller, smaller, whatever the fuck. It doesn't vanish, just becomes something different, which right. is like chemistry and all that shit or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. My buddy, every year since I was like 16, he would give me these Whoopi Goldberg movies <laughs> every year for my birthday. So, it, we, Sister oh, Act, Ghost. Can you see my calf here? Yeah. Is that it's your not, friend? There's a guy on there. That's yeah. not me. That's this, this guy, Andrew Highland. He's my, okay. We're three days apart. He's, I was born on the 9th, born on the 12th. Tesla right. died on the 7th or 8th. All right. Yeah, when Tesla Tesla died and then the Foxtrot risen. That's how I, <laughs> I feel like I have a reincarnate because I am part Croatian. I am from Eastern Europe. All right. Um, I'm Italian and Portuguese, but my Italian side's a bunch of fucking liars. Um, they're Italians. <laughs> what am I gonna tell you? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I, I have a Sicilian Tomasio cool. and uh, Malika. Ma, well, Malika and Tomachi, which sounds Japanese, Tomachi. They cut the O's off of Malico and Tomasio. Okay. Okay. Because they said it sounded more American. I'm like, both of them sound more Japanese. Japanese, right. Yeah, Tamachi, like Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my grandmother and great-grandmother were Croatian, Slavonian, Slavonic or something. Mm. And that was where he was a Serb. And that, that's those people, they're stone throwers. Yeah. My mom would tell me, it sounds very racist now that I say it. When they were, my, <laughs> my family was so racist on my mom's side. Just so racist. They're old school, man. Yeah, my, my, everybody's not, family. They weren't everybody's racist. Everybody's family was racist. <laughs> yeah, it's like they just yeah. talk about, it's not like they, here's the thing though. They, no culture was safe. Any other yeah. culture. Didn't matter what you were. You could be British, you could be African, you could be Mexican, Venezuelan, you could be French. Well, Didn't matter. That was the that was the culture of the time. The culture yes. of the time was to bond together with your people and the others were the others. And now there's been a more <laughs> opening of, of us together. And so we you know, we don't need to demonize the old people for their old ways, no, but no, those no. ways don't I, I would never demonize them because you know yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be the person I am and go of course, yeah. Holy crap. I realized I was bad. I was saying that more for the universal uh approach out there for folks yes yeah so here, here's a good one for you i got rid of all these movies i actually when i'd send people little care packages i put the Whoopi goldberg movies in there people get shit. honestly half of it was random and i put some cool stuff in there like a glasses with magnet and the pencil right yeah he sent me this this year as a little housewarming present that's hilarious Whoopi goldberg signed that's awesome yeah a, an autograph a signed autograph for my house he's like you better put that up man i've got that for your birthday <laughs> That's his joke. He's like, well, I, I bought that for your birthday. Doesn't mean anything to you, bro. You, man. Like, <laughs> Aren't you the biggest Whoopi fan I know? <laughs> he wanted to get the cutout, but he couldn't get it in time. So he got this. I guess that's next. I looked up how much this actually cost. It was $33. Isn't that oh, funny? Yeah. I was like, for a signed Whoopi, I was like, she's pretty famous. I think that'd be like 300 bucks. No, I wouldn't pay 300 for a signed picture of Whoopi Goldberg. In fact, I wouldn't pay anything. He's <laughs> like, I felt kind of bad even paying 33 bucks. He's like, I was trying to get nope. those Whoopi movies he'd buy from pawn shops and shit and yeah. send them like the That's cheapest hilarious. way possible. Like spend as little money as possible. That's so funny. So there you go. There's my Whoopi Goldberg signed thing that I put in there. Um, well, all right, brother. I gotta, I gotta let these dogs out. I appreciate okay. your time, man. I really appreciate you coming on here again. Of course. I hope you know anytime you want to rap. Anytime, oh, bro. I like you on here. It's great. Yes, of course. Do we cover everything? We're good? Yeah, yeah. We, we covered a good amount. We can always, next time, we'll cover more. <laughs> well, I hope everyone enjoyed it. That's the craziness of the Foxtrot. I, did you label it? Was it 2.0? Yeah, we'll do 2.0 on this. Is that 2.0? Is the, I thought it was the Rowan Sparky. I feel like this right. one was more of a, I'm becoming the, the master sitting on the hill. That's right. You were telling me this. I, I tried to re-listen to that. I feel like I'm starting the journey 
journey to masters is was it Dustin Seltzer would say. That's right. That's uh, right. Yeah. Like I'm becoming that guy and I don't know how I, well, not that I don't know how, but like, just, am I doing it right? But I guess we're not all adults. So what does it matter? Right? <laughs> Who's gonna I, judge think me? Are, I think you're doing great. And I think that just by acknowledging the role and assuming that role, I think that's I, the best thing you can do, man. And yeah. And congratulations on your, I know you're fucking super busy and doing super great. And I just want to say, man, that's, that's a step. I don't take a step down that path just for, I don't know. I just haven't thought of myself being that guy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, dude, I commend you, dude. That, that's got to be rough right now. So thank you for it's giving me the time to yeah. gab at you. I really do yeah, appreciate it. Always, Dougie. You're awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. Well, have a great rest of the weekend, man. You too, bro. Later, homie. Later, bro. All right. So that was my conversation with Foxtrot. You can check him out on Instagram at foxtrots.sparks.notes. Uh, he's a great guy. Got a cool uh, YouTube channel as well. So go check out the things that he's working on and putting out there in the atmosphere. Uh, we've got some great conversations coming up, too. Can't wait to talk to Aaron Ayler, a Frederick-based blacksmith, knife maker, artist of all kinds of things. Um, we're going to talk about his story and uh, knife making, blacksmithing, and just kind of uh, the, the, the somewhat of a responsibility of, of upholding those old traditions. Um, also going to be chatting with Than from Fantastical. If you don't follow Than on Instagram, you're missing out. Go check him out. Really cool guy. We are going to have a conversation about, uh, you know, work-life balance and ha having, like, multiple interests and how to kind of keep everything in line in your life and, and balanced, as some of us struggle with that. So, anyway, it should be a fun conversation. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. we got a lot more coming up. So, until next time, be safe, do good work. I'll talk to you soon.